With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Prince Royce, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Were you stoked to make a music video with Jay? Hell yeah. I was like, let's go. Back it up now. <laughs> People who are true bachata fans say that my bachata is not real bachata. That's who are these bachata carrots <laughs> that are like at their house? Like, was that a ukulele? No, f- <laughs> Sometimes I go to Latin America and they'll be like, you're a gringo or whatever. Like, they call you a gringo? Yeah, they be calling me. Oh, what would that make oh, us? <laughs> I would like to run Japan. I've never been to Japan. I've never, never been cousin. there either. Have you? Oh, oh. I think I got it. <laughs> When I was in high school, I had we had like three rules that we lived by. Me and Mac, who was actually the third co-host on the show, three rules that we lived by. Number one, before you bullied them off. Mo- <laughs> Number one, most important, never send a dick pic. Uh-huh. Number two, don't use Sprint. That was that was rule number two. And number three. Avoid hemorrhoids at all costs. Bro, yo, that's a private topic, dude. <laughs> You're not going to bring up my butthole to start this episode, all right? Not an important bachata episode. <laughs> yo, Are I don't you even f- saying it right. Is he saying it right? Bachata. No, bachata. Like, say it a little quicker. Like, bachata. Bachata. Say it like you mean it. Bachata. Put your hip into it when you say it. Bachata. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's, it's Latin week. It's, it's Latin week for Impulsive. We got, we got the biggest Latin stars in the world. They're joining us today. We don't know why. That's a good point. We don't know why. Because we're, we're gringos. You really got to think about it for a second. Latin music, the entire Latin space, has been blowing up. Blowing up. Massive. The number four biggest music genre right now. I know. After three others. Because that's how numbers work. It just, pa- <laughs> it just passed country. It just <laughs> Because I didn't have the info. It just, it, no, you're right. You're right. It just passed country music as a, as a bigger music Do you music think country's genre. having a downslide? Like sliding down a little bit? Kevin's shaking his head yes. Like not as many cowboys as usual? I think the cowboys are on the decline. <laughs> What's up? What's up, Prince Royce? Bro, there's no way he looks that good. Yeah, he looks good. Yo, quick shout out to More Play Academy uh, and Rich Music here in Miami. We're in Miami. Music studios, <laughs> basketball hoops, bathrooms, billiards tables, and washrooms. Dude, we're all none of our shirts are ironed. Name like honestly, name an Ozzy Osbourne song. I feel <laughs> I can't. I can't. I just wear what You're my like stylist. One of those kids that wears a Nirvana team. Wear what my stylist tells me to wear. It's a cool shirt. Whatever. Dude, at least I'm wearing a different shirt from the last episode. If you look at this episode and then go back to the Nikki to the Jam. Nikki Jam episode. He's wearing the same shirt. I haven't slept. I got off a f- economy flight. Were you in the aisle? The, mi- or the I middle? was in the aisle. Dave was in the middle seat <laughs> from 8.30 p.m. to 4.30 a.m., dude. Oh, that sucks. Well, we did make our way out here to Miami uh, for these Latin gods. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. Uh, we got... We got we got we got the number two in the house, the number two uh, of the day. I, I mean, not uh, <laughs> ranking because that's how numbers work. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's let's bring him on, ladies and gentlemen. He's one of the biggest Latin artists in the world. He's from the ba- the Bronx. He's the king of bachata. It's Prince Royce, <laughs> yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Wow, a lot of energy on set today. Good, 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 good. 
Good. What's good? How What's up, you, brother? Bro? I'm good, man. Should I put doing? this on? It don't matter. You you can if you want. We, we like the headphones. It gives it the vibe. It gives 100%. It, the vibe. it makes you feel like podcasty, you know? Okay. Uh, this might be my first podcast, actually. Is it my first podcast? How do you how so? do you feel about it? Do you feel comfortable or like all right yeah. off the bat? Yeah, I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty chill. Some people general. come on and they're like, dude, we you know, we were intimidated to do this. You know, Logan's a winning boxer, a boxer, and you know, like Take all that mouthpiece right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, bro. Oh, there was so but, much. But those are those are um <laughs> I was able to like twirl it up. Those are um uh, Invisalign. Invisalign. Yeah. yeah. If you want to talk about it, I'm down, but I will be sending an invoice to Invisalign for both of us. No, no. Um, <laughs> yo, Invisalign, holla at me. Send me. I'll do it for 100K. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I don't think um I just I'm pretty chill, but sometimes you have your doubts like what are we going what are we gonna what are we gonna talk about? Well you know? we don't know. We were hoping you knew. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk we're about? Gringos, man? <laughs> for real? Yeah, yeah we, like, could for do, real? we could do a little of that. We just, we had Nikki jam on today. Oh, uh, dope, dope. Uh, yeah, earlier he was he was uh, giving you your flowers, but he also oh, said dope. that you're he Shout also said you're a little shy, bro. That's what he said. I'm I'm I've always been a shy person. I feel I feel like um, even in school, I think like the music thing sometimes gets you out of your because you end up having to talk to the camera, talk to people. You have to, you have to. But yeah. I'm still like like if you go on my Instagram, I'm not this. I, I look at people like uploading mass stuff. Yo, yo, I'm here, and I'll be like, bro, I wish I could be like that. And I'm just not like that, you know? Is it because uh, you're more introverted or is it because you are intentionally keeping your life private? I think I've just always been introverted and I think I've, I'm a little antisocial as well. People say I'm not because they think like, oh, but you're mad cool. And I don't know, I'm just a homebody. Like I've always been like when I grew up, I never had that many friends. It was always just family members and cousins. Like a lot of my boys are really just family members. I got a big, a big ass family of like, I got eight aunts and uncles on one side, eight aunts and uncles on my other side. So, and then they all had like five kids and it's all guys. So, oh man, shout out to the family. Do you, do you I can't imagine being at the reunion or the thing. No, the reunions, <laughs> forget <laughs> about it. No, when they ask for tickets, it's like, bro, a hundred tickets, a thousand tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the real though, for real. Or like, like uh, you know, you rent a yacht. It's like, bro, 12 heads. It, it, nah, we're, it's just, we're just like two, we're just one invitation. <laughs> Have you felt like you've gotten closer to family or, or further away from family with the fame? I think it's a combination like, um, I think I've lost a lot of people, maybe like friends um, or supposed friends. I think at one point- Yeah, join the I'm, club, man. Uh, I mean, I think it happens. I think, you know, when, when, when you're coming up in any field, I feel, and especially if like you're from the hood or if you, know, if you, don't, if you don't come from money, you have a lot of people rooting for you, you know? Yo, let's go, let's go. Or you're younger, you know, you got the kids, you know, we want, they want you to win, they want you to win. And then when you win or you make it, it's like, all right, we good. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want to win no more. Next, you know. So that's kind of the thing in life in general, I think. But for me, it's like, and we've 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 seen this before, where I feel like I've never changed, but you start feeling like people start changing with you, you know. So I, I'm not gonna lie and say that I've I've lost some friends, and sometimes maybe in the beginning of it, things were uncomfortable with my family. But I think ultimately, I'm really close to my family right now. I think um, it's a process, you know, it's like a roller coaster. Logan wants to say something. What, what do you want to say? We're both having this, the same thought, the same thought. <laughs> Nikki, we just had the same conversation. Same conversation with, with Nikki. Nikki Jam. It's it's funny how like, man, you got your supporters and people rooting for you, especially if you come from nothing and then you make it and then all of a sudden people don't really want you to win that much anymore because you already won. Exactly. It, it's it, a weird thing. It's, it's a, it, a weird thing. Yeah. I think it just, I think it just makes people 
any kind of like overt success or like very visual success just makes people reflect inward on themselves. I've been having some trouble with a, a family member of mine recently that has been a little bit turned off by the successes. And I, and I try not to be like braggadocious or anything like is that. It, is it Sloan? Nah, Sloane, uh, she's, she's only like not even one, bro. She doesn't even have a brain. <laughs> like, she's still just a pile of monitors. What is babies? I don't know. She has no thoughts, bro. <laughs> no, but like, it's not Sloane. <laughs> no, it's not Sloane. But like, but like, yeah, I feel like um, whenever whenever somebody sees you doing too well, it automatically like invokes in in certain people a feeling of of. I don't want to say envy, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes people uncomfortable, bro. I also think like people see social media or whatever you put out and they are already imagining a whole nother thing or like you buy a new car and it's like, oh, you know, they, they see you got a new, a fly car and maybe you worked your ass off for it. But now all of a sudden it's like, wow, um, he's making so much money. He's good. Like, why isn't he hooking me up or whatever? And it's like, you don't know the behind the scenes of things. Like, I, I always get, um, I always get like, you know, like, obviously you get a car. People, I don't know, people think, I don't know, people think like you go buy it, 300,000 cash. Like, bro, there's loans, there's a finance, there's a monthly payment. You know what I mean? So, so it's like people get into this thing of like this, this, I don't know, bro. I think recently I've been a little bit turned off with like, just the social media thing because it's like, bro, there's so much information, so much going on, and people are just reading and reading and reading and just getting confused and assuming things and creating things. And now we got AI and now we got this. And I'm like, just when things were getting good, now we got we got AI fucking calling you and recording a rap song. Duh. So it's just, I mean, it's interesting. I'm not, I don't want to come over here just talking all this shit. Like, yeah, if he came in with mad negativity. Uh, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, We're your team, bro. It's information <laughs> overload. We don't know what's real and what's fake and where it's coming from. And, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a gnarly time to be alive because how does a human's brain process all this access to information and media and just bullshit overall noise even um i want to i want to harp back on something you said uh because the world that you're living in is 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 a crazy one and um, your rise to fame is insane you lost some friends along the way like that that feels inevitable yeah. for, for for people in your position uh uh, uh is there anything you want to like share or anything you're willing to share about a a, a falling out you've had um yeah i just think i don't think to i don't gotta, I gotta be specific but certain people that you know, I think in music, at least, I don't know about, I can't speak for, for anything else, but I think in music, you usually get fame first before actual money. Like, I don't think I was comfortable or en enough to say like, oh shit, I made it to like maybe like at least five, six years into my career, you know? And I was already on radio, I was already popping, I was already doing shows, but you know, you sign shitty deals or, or you know, like things are larger than life, like I said, on, on, on the grand scheme of things, but maybe you didn't get paid. Like maybe, shit, maybe I did something dope with a brand and my billboards everywhere and I got paid 3,000 bucks for yeah, it. And it yeah. looks like it's a million dollars, you know? Yeah. So I think when I started coming up, um, soon as like I was on TV or radio, I remember being on the radio still going to college. I used to go to BMCC in, uh, in Manhattan. I used to work for Sprint at a cell phone store. Yeah, so we want to talk about that. We so want to talk about so that. I would, like. I would pull up to college in my Sprint uniform because I would um I'd take night school and I'd work at the cell phone store. I didn't bother um spending money on clothes because it's like whatever, it's nighttime. It was no chicks at night, so no, nah, it's not. <laughs> so so I would go, you know, and and I would still be on the radio taking the train, 
And it wasn't until one time that like, I'm taking the train and someone takes a photo of me and I see it on Twitter at the time. And it's like, what the hell is Prince Royce doing on the train? And I'm like, okay, I gotta start taking yellow cabs now. Hey. But I mean, I was still living in the projects. I was making some money. It was, it, it was better money than, you know, once I quit the cell phone store. But I wasn't like buying a $500 crib or a million dollar crib. But immediately once I started being on TV and stuff, a couple friends like, yo, can you buy me this or buy me that? And I'm like, bro, I haven't even taken my mom out the hood yet. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like things like that where, you know, I don't know, it, it, a lot of people get strange and it's almost like people feel entitlement almost like, oh, what, but like, what about me and stuff? And it's like, bro, I got a bunch of other people that weren't even as close as me and you were that I got to take care of first. Like I got a brother and sister, I got a mom and that, you know? My, my so uncle, it happens often. My uncle who I wasn't that close with growing up, like he would pop in and out, you know, here and there, <laughs> is upset with me because I won't buy him a pickup truck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this guy like that, dude. And he, and he's sending me charged text messages. With charged. Pictures if I was in your position, the things I would do for the family around. I'm like, dog. I don't know you. I never met you before. <laughs> nah. Look, the nah. last time I met you, I don't even know. It was the picture of that. Yeah, I, I see the picture <laughs> the, of us a together. Picture of that when I was, when like I was five years old. <laughs> yeah, man. The 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 entitlement's gnarly. But I mean, I mean, for, forget all that. Let's put that aside for a second. Well, folks, the wait is almost over. <laughs> this weekend, NASCAR is headed to the streets of Chicago for an unprecedented road course race to the heart of the city. There's truly been nothing like this in NASCAR's 75 years of existence. And what an epic way to celebrate those 75 years of racing, competition, and innovation than with a one-of-a-kind event like this one. The playing field will be as even as ever, considering this will be the driver's first time behind the wheel on this course. The 12 twists and turns throughout historic Grant Park are sure to make for some unbelievable racing and with playoff spots on the line who knows what's going to happen and did we mention it's fourth of july weekend so make sure you get the whole crew together celebrate this beautiful country with a couple cold beverages maybe some prime and tune into the first ever chicago street race on july 2nd at 5 30 p.m eastern on nbc nascar back to the show you did it bro lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ba bachata music. Bachata music. So bachata, for the people that don't know what bachata yes. is. Help us. Bachata is a tropical genre um, from from Dominican Republic. Um, and originally this was a very, I kind of like to compare it a little to country music just because it's very, with a lot of instrumentation. So it consists of a bass, two guitars. The requinto is the lead guitar, it's called requinto. It's a, a bongo and a guira. Guira is literally like a metal circle. I'm over here like a guira <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> it's like literally you scratch like, it does like the, 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 the tweet to it you know so um and then you can have some keys and this was a very underground very frowned upon genre because it was very um they would play it in the strip clubs really it was very kind of like i don't want to say dirty but like if you were a 16 year old girl playing bachata your your dad and your You're mom would say chill like my grandma used to play the bachata and her dad my my yeah my grandma's dad would tell her to cut it off so that genre started to grow. It was always very nostalgic, very about pain, 
I'm gonna kill myself without your love, but always revolved about rom uh, rom revolved about rom romanticism, and it's very danceable. And little by little, um, it ended up growing and, and getting out and becoming more commercial. And um, yeah, so I think like my bachata has always been a little more R&B flavored, New York flavor. Uh, I added violins at the time. I have like live strings on it, which they would say like, for example, like people, people who are true bachata fans say that like, my bachata is not real bachata because uh. it has a lot of fusions of, like I like to fuck around. I like to do a lot of things that haven't been done in the genre. So I'll put like a ukulele on it. I'll put violins on it. Um, um, I did a one that had a re um, mariachi on it, like regional Mexican vibes on it. So um, technically, like mine is bachata pop, but um, yeah, I these, think that's what. Who where... are these bachata Karens that are like at their <laughs> that are like at their house? Like <laughs> that is not real was bachata. That a, was that a ukulele? No, <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck that. that. Dude, Yo, for out, real. Bro. So, so I got like a little. What does this come out, Jude? Yeah. June, so, yeah. So whatever, I did like a little skit in my album that, like, I'm kind of making fun of what people say about me. That situation. And whatever, I go on TikTok last week or whatever, they sent me a TikTok, and there's like a dude listening to a, um, one of my songs that's playing at a, um, at a, um, it's playing there, whatever. And he's like, this shit ain't bachata. <laughs> I just said bachata. This shit ain't bachata, because I'm talking Spanish. This, uh, that Prince Roy shit is bachata for, for, uh, for Sweet Sixteens, for birthday parties. Get, let me get a real bachata song so I can get a knife and cut my wrist. Um, oh, no. So I did, like, I did like a reaction recently where I'm like watching him, I'm eating a cake or whatever. He's like, <laughs> but anyways, nah, so I think like, obviously, everybody has their opinion, but what made me known or what gave me that stamp in bachata was the fact that my bachata was different from what was out there and what was already happening. So I think in general, you always gotta go with your gut feeling. You always gotta try to be unique. Like I think in general, whenever I'm doing music, I try to really think what has been done before, what I haven't done before, push the envelope to really be different, you know? Well, it worked. <clears throat> it worked, amen, amen, <laughs> amen. And, and that's uh, the battle cry, I think, of a lot of people, especially in music who who make it. You gotta be different. Like if, if you're making stuff that everyone else was making, where, where's the disruption? 100%. You know? yeah, you well, I actually, my first song was, you know, Stand By Me. Uh -huh. yeah. My first song was a Stand By Me Spanglish cover. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. That was my first song. So it's like, um, it was weird because it was like my first single was like an English song. It was a mostly English song in Bachata. So I wanted to ask about this because I find the, uh, the Spanish-English fusion in music fascinating. And it's awesome. I mean, we, we were just talking while you were walking in, but um, Latin music now is, it's one of the, biggest genres, genres in the world and it's growing and it probably probably might even hit number one um if you look at the top global charts right now like all the songs are are, are latin artists peso pluma bad yeah, bunny like yeah. guys like these are, are, are killing it and um the ability to fuse english and spanish into some of these songs is like a combination of culture that i think we haven't really seen before. And you were one of the first people to do it. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting because I think about this all the time. Like, um, it's weird because there's so many people like me that are like Spanglish. They think in English and speak in Spanish and watch Spanish TV and listen to hip hop and do everything. And uh, growing up, I remember I was um, originally do, like, like doing R&B, like R&B in English. I was singing R&B in English <clears throat> and Spanglish. And it always felt weird because it was like, I wasn't English enough to sing R&B. And then sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm not Spanish enough to sing Spanish. Like sometimes I go to Latin America and they'll be like, 
oh, uh, you know, uh, you're a gringo or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> they call you a gringo? Yeah, they be calling Whoa, me. What would that make oh, they call me <laughs> translucent. So, like, sometimes they're like, oh, and no one, it would, it's, it's weird because sometimes they'll talk to me, like, they're talking to me in English, and I'm like, you know, like, you can talk to me in Spanish. I'm like, oh, I don't know, like, I mean, what do you guys think I'm doing? Putting someone else to record the records, you know? But they'd see me as, like, an American uh, guy with Dominican descent. And I, in, in my case, I grew up very Dominican. Like, both my parents are Dominican. I grew up speaking Spanish at home, English in school. And I always felt very Dominican. So back to on subject, that was always kind of like the thing, like, like you know. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I always just felt like, even in Latin music, sometimes certain countries don't see me as full Latin or full Hispanic. Mm. And I think that's an interesting thing because there's so many people that I feel are like me. And that's what it was always the vibe with me. Like the vibe with me was always like, you know, like I like to tweet in English. Like people be writing to me like, oh, but write in Spanish. And I'm like, all right, but the thought was in English. You know what I'm saying? And well, don't, don't <laughs> some things like make more sense to say in English versus Spanish? Because like also you grew up in like, the spot for this type of activity like the bronx bx is such a heavy latin hispanic community like i don't know i want to hear more about your influences but like facho big pun like cuban links all that shit like growing up that that was like in the new york scene that was like the representative like like area Mm -hmm. of the boroughs for for hispanic music so like who who was inspiring you to move in the direction of bachata when you were coming up, like from hip hop or whatever. Yeah, well, growing up, I would listen to like a lot of Eminem. I was a huge, I was a big Usher fan. Like I know every Usher record. Uh, I'm gonna go to Vegas. Shout out to Usher. I'm gonna go to Vegas and check out the Usher, uh, the Usher um, residency. Um, Then I had, you know, then I was listening to Juan Luis Guerra, who's like the, he was like the guy that made bachata a little more pop global. There's Anthony Santos, who is very, kind of like street urban bachata then there was aventura who also came in and did it they were from new york as well and they did it like a new york flavor so when i was growing up i was listening to aventura salsa mark anthony um stuff like that and i was singing r&b in english and i was in a studio um it was like a studio with two rooms and in the kitchen there was like a guy who was like yo you should sing some bachata And, and um I'm like, sure, whatever. At the time, I was recording everything, to be honest. I'm like, whatever, put me in the booth. And that's when I started. Um, I did my first album with like 12 grand from the cell phone store. My first album is literally my, like the album I did on my own. Um, and you, then, you did it inside <clears throat> the cell phone store? <laughs> I did it inside the cell phone store. Wait. No, 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 but I'm saying like I did it with the money of the cell phone store. So I funded that whole project by myself. And then I, t- I went to a few labels, a few labels, and this guy who, 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 who was my manager at the time, was the one that took me to, to an independent label that ultimately signed me. So I, I just don't understand, like, um, what, like why Sprint? <laughs> they, they, they was hiring, bro. That's it. They were hiring. Did you Wait, have Sprint personally? You had to. It was free. Uh, of course you had tough. it. That's tough. What year, what year was this? Because so you got to understand, Sprint, Sprint was a very different telecommunications Sprint? company back in the day. Nah, there was nah, a time when they were... They were they were popping. No, I mean, bro, they were still pop. Remember the the chirp, the the yeah, next yeah. cells. Yeah. That was chirp. T-Mobile had the sidekicks. That was dope too. You know how many packs but, I moved off that fucking <laughs> T? What were they called? The 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 flip one with the the eighty nine and ninety, like the fucking first. The like, chirp, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. It was a, it was a next cell. Yeah, the um, next cell. But it had the the walkie talkie and the walkie talkie at the time, um, was free minutes for the young kids. We had to pay for text and minutes. Yep, yep. Yeah. Back in the day, so the walkie talkie was free. 
and I'm losing my train of thought. Um, no, we're talking about Sprint. Oh, yeah, no. So you had, I had two free cell phones, of course. So, oh, so you got a plug, free cell phone, you know, one for the bros, one for the hoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just, yeah, so confused because, you know, when I hear Sprint, I just, uh, you know. I, I, <laughs> nah, Sprint's ain't bad. But, but T-Mobile bought Sprint, so now nah, shout out to oh, Sprint. Oh, I see. Oh, they combined, I'm over here shouting out everybody. Can you edit this? I'm like, <laughs> I got to get paid. But. Nah, these don't count as shout outs, bro. <laughs> Not the way we're talking about <laughs> These are shout downs, dude. So, so I I, I find it interesting, uh, even just he hearing you talk about about um, your artistry. You know, you're trying a bunch of stuff. Uh, how how much of an artist you 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 feel like? Like it, it comes from a place of wanting to create really um, like passionately. Like you 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 wrote poetry even yeah yeah for some time correct. So I started in junior high school writing poetry, and the thing about bachata is. That I tell people all the time, like I tell my label and my manager all the time, they're like, yo, you got a hand in the album. Like the the amount of first work and then money that requires for this genre, because everything's live, it's musicians. So you go on tour, I mean, it's a hundred grand just to move the band and everybody, you know? So when you're in the studio, you know, you do a demo. First of all, you gotta write the song. So whether it's to guitar, to, to piano, you write the song. The song must be a beautiful, poetic, sentimiento song. Sentimiento means like emotion. So it's not like you can't just pull up and just, you know, it's not like more like hip hop that is maybe a little. So that's the train thought, the, 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 the thought process in the song. Then you got to record percussion. So bongos first, guida second, guitar, second guitar, bass, piano. So it takes weeks and weeks to really... Where like, you know, music nowadays when it's more computerized and media keyboard, you know, you could do something in maybe a few hours. So doing an album takes approximately like two years usually. And I'd be like, I'm trying to work as fast as I can. How how, <laughs> in, how involved are you in like that that pre-vocals segment of it? I, I was just talking about AI because I was like, fuck, I should get AI to record my, my demo vocals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I record twice usually. I record the demo when we're writing a the song. Then my producer, who's my brother-in-law, um, and he's been my producer since since always we since years, you know. He gets some music doing, and I'll get I'll go in for the important things usually. But yeah, that's um, I'm pretty involved though. That's it's, cool. I'm too involved. Sometimes it's just annoying. I, I imagine <laughs> I imagine you have to be for that type of music because I mean it's coming from the heart. You know, it's it's, it's passion. It's, it's real stories usually. You know, um, and yeah. I I I tried to be a singer. Like I. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> let's hear it. Well, so. <laughs> Look, I, I I try to do music and it's so hard, man. And and you he had know, a trainer, voice. I had a really? vocal trainer for a I year. Mean, it it was like I flew to for Sweden, bro. I, I I recorded with one of Max Martin's producers. Really, man, dope. I tried so hard. I made I made like twenty songs. I mean, not as many as you would make before you like yeah. whittle it down. But um, it it wasn't. I don't know. It, it is it on? Is it on? Is it online? No, I it was so bad. I, I didn't want to release <laughs> it, but but I I also did a little poetry and I actually prepared a, a poem. For he's fucking think, around. He's I swear. Around. I, let's I swear. Take it, let's Wait, what? Why don't you tell me about this? I would have prepared a poem. <laughs> I prepared a little poem. Well, because you wrote poetry, I got a little inspired. Yeah, that's nice. I, I prepared a, a let's poem take a for listen. the podcast. It's nice. <clears throat> I tried to be a singer, but there was no shata. I suck at music, especially bachata. <laughs> Prince Royce, I like your voice. It makes such a pretty noise, but when I sing, it hurts like Mike's hemorrhoids. Interesting. I like that. That's beautiful. I don't like it. It's we should funny. get him to open <laughs> up the concerts. I think people would like that. Let's get him to open up the concerts. What y'all think? Uh, comment, comment, comment. What y'all think? Fire. Yeah, man. Did you just write that five minutes He wrote that well, here, one minute ago, right now. They just texted him. I wrote it. I wrote it. Yeah, look, it's, 
I just wrote it. Um, <laughs> but listen, you, you once made 106 songs for an album. Where's everybody getting this? Yeah, that one them. number. Everyone keeps asking me this. Yo, tell us more about the 106 songs. 106 <laughs> songs, no, they all got went to the trash. No, well, no, I, I mean, music, most of them do, right? Because yeah. you got to whittle it down to 13 on an album. Maybe? Yeah, like this one has 23. This oh, that's oh, oh, it's extendo. But the thing is a lot. <laughs> extendo. <laughs> but a, a lot of them already came out. So like six already came out. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to give them six tracks with three new tracks. Yeah. Okay, so um, no, I think um, as an artist too, like in anything, when you hear something over and over again, it becomes old to you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And maybe their song. So for me, like if I still love it a year later, I'm like, All right, I still love it. Um, and I get I get um, I have a thing where I get like. Like I could be obsessed with them, something quick mm. and then like bounce. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like at like at. I, I was, I was, uh, sorry. That's why the headphones are good. Yeah. If someone goes, if someone goes, every, what's he gonna say? Hear me breathing. I, I was, I was gonna say. Uh, you, I imagine you have to control that part of your uh, personality a little bit because uh, I have a little bit of that, and you can get excited about a, a thing that maybe you shouldn't be, yeah, be excited that yeah. much energy and very to. spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, and then you make rash decisions. So, like when I turned thirty years old, I went on a license spree. Like a license spree. What do you mean a license? Oh, a license got mad spree. License. I was like, I'm about to get every license. My cousin was like, yo, you want a mini midlife crisis, bro? <laughs> so I went, I always had my motorcycle license, but I started, um, so, but I got my motorcycle license at 18. Oh, you're talking about like permits Like actual license. Yeah, actual, I'm going to tell you right now. So I got my motorcycle license back in the day. And it started first with like, my cousin rides a lot of motorcycles, started riding motorcycles, cool. And I'm like, you know, what would happen if I get my scuba diving license? Cool. We went and got our scuba diving license. It was dope, whatever. Then I was like, I don't think I got my boat license yet. Like, not you don't need a boat license, but you need like a boat certificate. Went in, did the class, started driving boats. But I'm talking about like little boats. Like I was throwing the anchors Yo, and shit. I was like, I need to learn like the real shit. A getting stuck. Speed. You're like a character in Grand Theft then, Auto. Bro. Then, <laughs> I know. Like, hold on. Everything. It gets better. Like, bro, fuck? then I got my skydiving license. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I got 50. I'm for real. I got like 54 <laughs> jumps. You have 54 jumps? 54 How jumps. How many do you have? That's Logan, it's you got I, you got I I have twenty seven. Oh, so you're pretty good. It's exactly twice. All right, so it's so so it's not that crazy. Two, you got one. Skydive is crazy. 50, I've done I've done it, but I've never jumped solo. Just just fifty four is a lot, dude. You know, like the hopping pops. You know the hopping pops. Yeah. You got to do low. Yeah. I fucked up there like ten times. That's the only reason why I went from like twenty to How thirty. Could you fuck up a hopping pop? And also, bro, that's I not the one to fuck up. I know. Bro. Flip that's all the one the you time. do. Mad low. Mad low. You open the the fucking door. It's like a base jump. So I would come. So it's like home set. It was like an hour away from my house every time I drive over there. Um. 
It's, it's a weird feeling because I'm up going up on the plane. I would get flashbacks of my life, like the news. Yeah, like the news. P, uh, Royce is dead. Like I would get oh these scary. God. I would get these scary ass. Like, and yeah. then the other pros is like sleeping on on the way up yeah. to the fucking. <laughs> but the feeling that I would get when I would come back home later that day would feel like blessed. Like, oh, I'm I'm happy to be home. I today. made it. Like, and you're literally saving your life each jump. I haven't. I stopped because of COVID, but I had like fifty some jumps. That's a funny way to look at it. I'm saving my life on this. No, jump. you're saving your life. <laughs> yeah, you're falling, dude. You're falling out of a plane. I mean, you have to do something. Like you're gonna they do. Say, like if you don't save your life, they say that you're you, fucking toast, bro. I I feel that. Completely. Gotta do something. They say dude. that you can. They say that you're most li more likely um, getting into an accident and dying on the way to skydive than actually skydiving. It's true. The the uh, skydiving fatalities are one in 167,000. So you know, it's all about it. Because every. He, but you was doing died. flips and everything. You almost died for real, dude. My second solo jump, my main chute did not open. I had to cut away. My second solo jump. That's like that happens to a lot of people. Does, does like, it sound familiar to you? Like that. Look red, grab red, peel, yeah, pull. Yeah, Look yeah. silver, grab silver, peel, pull. I had to do it. <laughs> Mike's nah. right. I had to do something. He had to save his Crazy. own life. Nah. It, it got it got caught in about a four by four cube, and the parachute just wouldn't open. Where were you? Where, where, where were you doing this? Like what pa state? Paris, California. Okay. And and that's another thing you mentioned it, but pa the drive to Paris for me was two hours. Yeah, it's always deep. It's always drive. far. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm saying that's a lot of jumps because yeah. how many jumps you get in a day? Like five or six? No, like maybe three max. Man, you must have been going for like months. Like months uh, on months. Nah, I probably was going every other day though. But like three or four max. Yeah, you see, you don't get a lot. You drive an hour, you get yeah, four yeah, jumps yeah, a day. Yeah, and that's it. You know, you could jump from a hot air balloon or a helicopter. No, I don't have that license yet, though. <laughs> you just have that many jumps. I just ha no, yeah, I have the A. I think it's the A license. Yeah, you have the A. I don't have the B. I got you. Got to do a little course for the B. Yeah, but I could do. Yeah, I, I could do the hot air. You got to do like a water training or something. So, so you don't have your pilot's license then? That's where the license. Okay, so off. that so yeah so then, um, you look at license. Then I'm addict. like, all right. It's crazy. Is there up. like a rehab? Then I did a fucking, uh, I did my mixology license with my sister. Yeah. I'm serious. Then I did, uh, I did a real estate license. Oh, I never did. I, I didn't do you the test. Do I just like learning, you know. I think like there's never, like, you know, you could always keep learning and learning new things. I'm curious. But yeah, the pilot license has always been the dream a two engine pilot license. Oh, you really want to do it? Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, you got to wow. get your two engine. Um, Pilot license and learned how to fly without an instrument. Did you do you know there was a YouTuber called. recently who uh he crashed oh. a plane on purpose? Nah. So he was he was flying over the desert and he set up cameras all over the plane. Oh, and then he out. he was like, Mayday, Mayday, I'm going down. And he jumped out of the plane with a parachute and just let his plane crash for clout. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> he got arrested. He got arrested. He yeah. got his pilot's license revoked. He, he's uh, in trouble. He, he, he's in trouble now because he dest he destroyed the evidence. He, he tampered with the plane and had a helicopter privately pull it out. And he said he didn't do it for views. And yet every angle is captured. The things that people are <laughs> doing nowadays for clout. Yeah, and it, it was a fully crazy. occupied JetBlue flight, too. That was the worst part. No, no, no. You're <laughs> I was about to say, like, bro. That's so so then that was That's where the so license is just hopped out, bro. Everyone's yeah, dead. Say something like that. No, we'll, we'll cut that out. Nah, nah. Yeah, well, that'll be that'll be cut <laughs> nah. out. But uh, yeah, nah. But I stopped already. That was a. Uh, I just need the pilot license now. I don't think I, that, I got any other. That that one's tough. Um, that's a, that takes a lot of time. Yeah, it takes a lot. I think it's forty-eight. It's not as many as many hours as you think. I think, from what I remember. <laughs>
You don't, you know what I'm thinking, or that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's like 48. I don't know. Or 60. I was looking into it. I don't remember, but it's definitely less hours to fly a private plane than a commercial. Which Dude, which which activity do you like the most? The skydiving, I was doing it by myself, so it wasn't that fun. Like, I never got into it with a buddy to be able to do it. I think the scuba diving is cool. Like, I do it with, like, four or five cousins. Um, four or five like, cousins. Y'all just running up on these fish. <laughs> yeah. Pulling up on these fish. Just Yo, pull, pull it up. <laughs> For real. Um, I think um, the motorcycle was fun, too. It's dangerous, though. So, so bad. All, all so this bad. stuff has a level of danger to it. You're, you Sounds like you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie. I don't find myself to be, but I guess people think... Like, I don't be driving the car mad fast. Could you ever do a sky bachata? Like, a bachata while skydiving? I know it seems... <laughs> I thought about it doing a video, but yeah, I'll do it to record with the wind. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but... You, you should you should do... I mean, you're so... I've been wanting a hundred different things. I, I know. I'm slacking on this fact that I got all this shit and I haven't really. You got to combine them. I need bro. to combine Like them. if you take a motorcycle out of a plane, uh, uh, you know, take you the know motorcycle, jump off the plane, jump into the water, oh, scuba yes, diving, yes, come yes. out, drive the boat. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. While you're shaking a margarita. Yes, yes. Yeah, so now you're talking, <laughs> bro. Even just ran a marathon. Oh yeah, I ran a marathon that's, too. That's come on, man. But that's, that's crazy. not. But. They, no, that's crazier than all of them. You actually have to train and like get ready for it and shit. And you did it for a good cause. Yeah. For ki the Kidney Foundation. National Kidney Foundation. Um, yeah, I ran a marathon, 26.2 miles. Did you prepare? That's a dope one. Yeah, I just used the Nike app, to be honest. What? I just did like you got an app and it tells you, oh, marathon date is this day. Run this much miles. So you just download it. the app and you can run a marathon. You're good. Free app. Oh, shit. I'm going to grab that. <laughs> shout out to Nike. Yeah. <laughs> one more shout out. My cousin, my cousin, one of my cousins. Um, he he's he's like he does Iron Man, Iron Mans and shit. So uh, he was he got me into it. I did it with him. I'm tr I don't want to run again because I lose a lot of muscle weight. I'm already like skinny. Um, but I would like to run Japan. I've never been to Japan, so oh, you still you haven't been either. Not no, I have been to Japan. So the day that I do go to Japan, I think I'm gonna try to run the marathon. With my, I never with my been cousin. there either. Have you? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs> Have you been to Japan? Have you been to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> what? How did you prepare for the marathon? Like, did, did you run every day leading into <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing. We were, just, we were just wondering how you prepared for the marathon. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> so wait, you lose you lose muscle when you start training for marathons. I, I, in my case, I lost a lot of like muscle. Yeah, just running a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta avoid that for sure. <laughs> You're big and oh, oh, I think I think I think I, I get it. I think I get it. I think I think I get it. I think I just I think I got it. <laughs> I just can't believe what people are doing for views these days. Uh, I can't believe what that yeah. guy did out of his plane. Playing those crazy, yo, crazy. crazy. Yo, crazy. Do on YouTube now. Crazy, Damn, that's crazy. You're also a big video game player. <laughs> I'm a big video game player. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Bro, you do it all. You know yeah. when Call you actually make music. <laughs> I be wondering that shit too. <laughs> nah, but Call of Duty, I mean, I've been playing this game. The best. I don't want to say I'm the best. I got a little cousin. He's like 18. He's nasty. But you know, like, if you know about Call of Duty, I got Orion, or like, which is like the mask is the, the skin. Yeah. Which you got to grind heavily oh. to, um, to get. What so do I'm you, pretty nasty. What do you have to do to get it? Like, so you have to play with every single gun in the game, every single gun, rockets, knives, shields. And all of them have five 
um, challenges. So it could be 30 headshots. It could be uh, 20 shots from the bag. Uh, uh, multiplayer or on like multi- uh, everything or on multiplayer? Warzone. Everything uh, multiplayer. Do you play uh, both? Yeah, as both. Well? Yeah, both. Resurgence. Yeah, both. I'm really though wondering how you allocate your time. I'm having a hard time keeping track of. Um, both, how, both. If you're doing a lot of stuff, because most people just do like one thing. I know, but that's the thing. I be, I had my golf moment one time. I was training with a golf pro. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, I be yeah. bouncing around. I tell myself all the time, I gotta chill and just focus on one thing. Um, no, but it's good. You're curious. Yeah, and, I, and this is probably gonna be a a thing for the rest of your life. I imagine you'll get your pilot's license and. Who I knows? think so. Hopefully, maybe learn how to play chess backgammon, maybe. I don't know how to play chess. What about back? I'm not crazy. No, I don't know how to play What about Rubik's Cube? No, I don't know how to play Rubik's Cube. You could try to solve a Rubik's Cube. Like, you can pull them out the regular cube yeah, with the colors? Yeah, the squares. Nah, that looks too annoying. Yeah, so it's lame. so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. But, uh, yeah, man, I'll be grinding Call of Duty, man. I just got Zelda, the new game. What what on system Switch. are you playing on? Switch? Switch? No, PS5. Uh, but, but Zelda came out on Switch. Do you play Mario Kart? Yeah, I'm pretty nasty at Mario Kart. Me too, bro. I'm pretty nasty at any, who's most your, games. Who's your character? I play Yoshi. Yeah. But you know what like was Yoshi a good too. game that if people are serious, a great tournament with my cousins, Smash Brothers. The best, no, on. that's crazy. the best one. game to play at a party ever, bro. It's so fun. That and Mario we do, Kart. We do that all the time. You have, you have a girl right now? But possibly, I can't answer that question. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> nah, I just got divorced like uh, oh. <laughs> like two years you ago. You just brought me on a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I mean possibly, I'll keep it but... real, you know. Okay, so how how do, how, how do do people avoid divorce? Like, what do you think went wrong? I think in my case, um, well, we, 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 we got together very young, maybe like at 21, 22. Mm. I think when you get together very that young, very young, all of a sudden I'm like, uh, I think that, uh, <laughs> here comes the spangler. By the way, by the way, you no, don't have to answer this. No, no, no. I'll I know it's kind of a personal No, question. I think like, I'm, I'm, I'll be generic. I, 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 I'm good at talking a lot of vague shit. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, That'll yeah. do it. No, I think in general, um, when you get together very young, you kind of, you're finding yourself, you're growing, your interests, our interests, or the interest that you have then is not the same that you have now. Grow apart. What you wanted then. Yeah, so and then she lived in LA, I lived in Miami. So for me, it was like, had a house over there, had a house here. You know, I was, you know, we were always traveling. So it always felt like, you know, I'm like I'm living on a, off a bag off tour and I'm also living off a bag when I'm home in LA or whatever. So we tried that for a few times and it was just back and forth. And it just kind of, like I said, just like you said, actually, just drifted kind of apart. You know? Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, that, that feels inevitable, you know, yeah. especially if you get together at such a young age. People grow so much. Um, I, I just like I'm so curious, though, like when you cut your hair. Uh, January this year. <laughs> Yeah, January this year. Fuck. Yeah, January this year. I was trying to year. stick with the divorce for a second, bro. Yeah, Give soon, me, I can't soon as soon as I got divorced, I was diving like, diving to video games. I can't. The balls uh, no, baby. but yeah, you know, it, it was kind of a rebirth vibe. I don't want to get mad spiritual, but you know, I had like the long, well, I had like long hair and whatever, but I, I haven't had this haircut since I was like 12, 13 years old. And I would always say, I'm a cut. I'm going to get the buzz cut. I'm going to buzz it. And um, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And it worked. Uh, I, I I no, think people like, you know. It's, it's great. It the thing about the clean. other hair that I had was just too, I had to, you know, I had to blow dry, get it up. Because like it almost hour. defied gravity. The other one, yeah, it was very defying gravity. <laughs> it, would, it would, the wind would blow and it just stay firm. It wouldn't even move. It was stone cold. <laughs> no, it was great. And you were, Look at I our mean, producers. Kind of like like a trampoline. But I had a little, I had curls like that too at, a little, at one point. Can we, grow, I think I'm going to grow it back out though. Can we just talk about the divorce for a second? Sorry. I, or just 
relationships in the general. relationships in general. Did, is, that's, did that help you? Do breakups help you write more bachata? Great question. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I think it does. I think breakups help you write music. I think it makes you look at things, too, in general. I think it... Um, you start thinking, you know, like things you could have done or should have done. You learn from your mistakes. I, I mean, it sounds cliche. People say that, but it really is true. Like you, you see things that could have, that maybe you didn't do or could have done. And I think that you take that and you move forward with it. But I think that um, it definitely helps inspire some some records. With the type of music that you made and the type of hair that graced your skull, <laughs> you were a heartthrob. Hey man, I still am. I still. Yeah, am, no, man. you still are. But like a real like teen, I think. Teens yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like, yeah, you know and. Was that ever tough to navigate while you were in a committed relationship? A hundred percent. I think obviously like anything, I tell people all the time, things that like nothing that's great in life comes easy, period, period. Like people want to be CEO, talking about CEOs, whatever, like the grind they had to do was probably crazy. And even still, so I think that obviously like, Especially like getting getting money at a young age. I think I've handled it pretty well. I'm not gonna. I don't think I, I regret things because I think I have a pretty good uh, head on my shoulders. I don't know why I thought about the shampoo head and shoulders. Too many brand names. Dude, right? bro, <laughs> there ain't no way. Yo, shout out head and shoulders. Yo, shout out to Dylan. Get the team off, bro. This shit is fucking. Got like six months. Yo, and the messed up thing about it, I feel like he probably has like deals on the side with all of them, and he's just fucking fucking. Let me drink some pride. Let me drink baby. And he drank the one that's the color of his whole outfit. Oh, it's matching. Nah, but for real. Um, shout out Prime. <laughs> shout out Prime. Nah, but for real, what was that? You, but, about you know, in general, you get money early. You go yeah. out to the club and how you hook up with girls. Like but, but you know, for example, I I didn't, like, I didn't go to a strip club until I was like 23, 24. It's a good time ago. So, but, but I never got the full experience of like me going in like regular or, and it sounds like mad bougie, but. Like I never had that experience, or like, or like I would I wouldn't go because I felt like, oh no, if I go in there, they're gonna see me and it's gonna be weird and whatever. So I went through that kind of weird phase in the beginning, and, and yeah, obviously it is difficult. It is difficult to to obviously there's girls all around, there's alcohol all around, yeah, drugs possibly all around, and I think in general it's it's a it's a it's a weird life, but I think for me, I've always been very, I think grounded. So, I mean. When you come home and you got to tell your wife, like, hey, I just shot a music video with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> uh, like, nah, she's a big J-Lo. Well, she was a big J-Lo fan, actually. I mean, we all are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be crazy. That's got to nah, be. Nah, I think at the time, she was always very um, understanding, though. I got to get to that. Okay, cool. She was very understanding at the time. Like, if, if it had something to do with girls or something, it wasn't like it was like a. Is that because she trusted you? Uh, I don't know. It's a question for her. <laughs> were, were you stoked? Were you stoked to make a music video with Jen? Hell yeah! I was like, let's go, back it up now. <laughs> um, nah, but you know, Jen, Jen, um, no, 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 Ben Affleck's coming for you. Ben Affleck's fed up. Shout out to Ben. Nah, no, no, no. But uh, keep for real, for real though. I think um, she's she's really a cool, down to earth uh, girl, like Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Cool girl. I remember going to her house, um, and. Um, like I'm sitting in the kitchen and we were just chilling and she's like, um, hey, do you want some more chicken or some more rice or something? And I'm like, yeah, let me get some more rice. And then I put this way and I'm eating. I'm like, wait, like Jennifer Lopez <laughs> is in the kitchen cooking. You're feeding me some rice and beans. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously everybody loves her, you know, she's, but she really is a genuine girl. She's a hard worker. 
And um, yeah. Was that like one of your biggest uh, like arose con pollo moment? Like, was that like your biggest moment? Nah, there's been a few. Like I got a song with Shakira. I think that was dope. Yeah. With Daddy Yankee at the time, Please. I got a song with Daddy Yankee. He was my first collab actually ever, which was cool. And I wrote that song from the bunk bed of the project still. So I think that was a cool one. Um, Mark Anthony, I, I, I love him. He's a great, great dude. We got a record together. I'm thinking of people. I did a song with Selena Gomez back in the day. I did a song with, uh, I'm forgetting people. A lot of people, a lot of people admire. Um, anyone, anyone you work with or met that you expected to be cool and then wasn't, you could say their name. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I met this dude, like this dude, Logan Paul was a motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> Good answer. You're so right. Nah, dude. but You're but so right. nah. There's always people. I after a few years in this, I learned to understand that people in the business, everyone works differently. Whether it's music or acting or whatever, everyone has their flow, their vibe, um, the way that they do things. And I think through time, I ended up not. Or at least I try not to take things personal. But yeah, there's been some people. Nah, I, I'm, I'm not. Nah, you know what? Um, I've worked with a lot of people that are, that were that were mad cool. Some people were like more what's good, bro, than others. But that doesn't mean that they treated me bad. I mm. think I think most people were pretty cool. I think um, and most collabs that I do are usually pretty genuine and pretty organic. Have you ever been humbled in this industry? Um, I wouldn't say a specific moment. But I think so. I think it, I think I think we'd all be lying if there wasn't a moment where we felt humbled of something like that. By humbled, what do you mean? So he can I, give you an example. <laughs> I, I could give you a few fucking examples. Like I don't know. Here's one: you prepare two years to beat a guy in a boxing match. You get a boxing match with him. You tie the first time. You tie him. You go to fight him again. You lose by a weird two point decision that the ref called from some bullshit. Then you make a billion dollar company with him. Uh, but I got humbled. I feel you because I lost that fight, and 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 that's one of many. But I have a theory. I have a theory that everyone at any time could use a good humbling. I think I think a good humbling is good for any person. So like yeah. when 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 I mean maybe maybe you released an album, you expected this is my best one yet. You expect it to go crazy, oh, it doesn't oh, hit the numbers you want. All the time. There's songs all the time that you believe in that you really want to like, yo, you're betting on it and it does nothing. And then there's a song that you think is whack that everybody loves all of a sudden. And then you you end up promoting that song, like, fuck, I don't even like this song. Mm. But there's a hundred, there's a hundred. I, I wouldn't say something specific, but uh, uh, definitely. I think there's definitely times where you're like, you know, you want to push yourself. You always want to beat your last um, number or your last record or you want to push it further. Or, what, or what, about business, e what about even like growing <clears throat> up, like in school, like you ever get jumped by a bully? 100%. I got my um, my sneaker stolen one time and I walked home barefoot in go. front of my girlfriend at the time. Like, there we go. There That's we one of the years. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, nah. I, um, I was walking my girlfriend to the train uh, to the train one time. The six. The four, uh, the the four, the four, the six is nearby though. Okay. Good try. The, the, the four. <laughs> he's from Connecticut. But the, for real, <laughs> it's um, like he's from New York. I got a, I got a, um, I got a cousin, uh, a cousin. Metro I North. A, I got a friend of mine, in Waterbury, Connecticut. Yeah, not a great place. <laughs> not a great place. Sorry to be afraid. Dirty water. They call it the dirty water. Well, like yeah, uh, Brass City. Well, Jersey, they call it dirty Jersey. Too. Dirty Jersey. Yeah, dirt, dude. Dirty I got Jersey. some stories about Waterbury. You do not want to hear those, bro. <laughs> the Waterbury Motor Lodge, bro. Man. I've never been, but I know that's where. Don't it's from. go there, dude. <laughs> Sorry to anybody watching some dirty water, dude. So uh, what were we talking about? I forgot. Waterbury. Water, water, Waterbury, Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh yeah. So a dude pulls up on me. Allegedly, a gun on my back. I don't know if it was fake or not. 
but I didn't have nothing in my pockets. I, was, I lived like two minutes away. I hadn't, I showed my pockets, there was nothing. And he took my sneakers and I just walked, I, I just went about my day. Yeah, I can another, see that. An, another just, day in New York. You just went to Sprint with socks on. <laughs> no, no, I was just walking to the, walking to the, walked her back to the train and just walked home barefoot. Do you ever think about maybe turning around and asking him like, is that real? You know what I'm saying? Like turn around and ask him about the gun. Nah, like don't even I give him the shoes. The no, I'm kidding. It, it, <laughs> so you're not gonna fucking do that. It was, it was that shit is fake, bro. No, I don't think I don't think it was a gun, but you know, banana, dude. I wasn't trying to find the, out. The crazy thing is, and the important thing is that every everything that happens in your life really does have a reason. I, and and I know you hate the cliches. I hate them no, as much yeah, as yeah, you for do. Sure. But like every terrible thing that happened yeah. to you that you that you can't imagine in the moment has any kind of positive effect on your life. Just it, it, like I look at those things, all the bad shit that happened as like the most important things. hundred percent. Like the victories are fun in the moment; they're cool to celebrate. People give you a pat on the back, but it's those fucking tormenting moments when you got to sit with yourself and, and figure out what you're really made of that like define the rest of your life. And more than anything else, they prepare you for the next ones. 100%. That's that to me is the most important part of it. It's like finding a way into that warrior mentality so that the next time it comes around. You're you're trained for it, and you have a and you have a, a a strategy on how to react. I always say that too. Like successful people have to have thick skin. Like you got to be prepared to be said no to. You got to be prepared to be shut down. You got to be prepared to be talked shit about, and um and make mistakes. Like and anything you know, it's like betting too. Like you, you like scared money don't make money. More cliches, but it's true. Like you you probably fucked up twenty times before you got that big, you know that that big win or that big hit, and it's just like. Uh, that's how I felt back in the day when I was in New York. You know, you know, you got this dice. You got to keep rolling and keep rolling until you hit. So I think that's how it is in life. And if you don't take the risk, it's, it's definitely not going to happen. Uh, using the dice rolling analogy, you got to keep rolling. I think I think thick skin is important. But even for people who don't have thick skin, if you keep rolling that dice, and should you lose occasionally, or should people talk shit about you, or you fall short of your goals? that thick skin can get developed, especially in the creative industry or any industry where you're subjecting yourself to opinions of the masses. You don't have to be a hard ass right away, but there's a good chance throughout your journey, you're going to have to learn how to take feedback and take criticism, criticism. And, 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 and develop that thick skin because it, it doesn't come natural. Like no, no, no human naturally is subjecting subjecting themselves to the opinions of the entire world. We're not world. supposed to. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. It's not healthy. It's like it's not a primal thing to be criticized by thousands of people online every day. But like I think developing that character trait is good for anyone. Like if 100%. you if you can move about life unbothered, I love that word. Unbothered. You're in a great place. Well, and, 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 and the fucked up thing, too, is we're in this, like, space now where, especially in, like, music, where everything gets boiled down to, like, a number. Number of streams. Yeah, number of streams. Number, number of streams. units sold. A number of and, likes. You know what I'm saying? And I remember a time when, when Jay would drop an album or Nas would drop an album. And, yeah, we talked about unit sales back then, too. But like my favorite songs were never the mainstream. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Ether. That wasn't mm -hmm. my, it was, it was the Stillmatic intro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as far as music's concerned, I feel like you gotta always just stay true to, and, and this is a guess because you're in music, I'm not, but, but content in general, creative in general, you always gotta really do your best to stay true to yourself. 
Because somewhere there's somebody out there that wants to hear what you want to fucking 100%. make, not just what you think is going to drive numbers. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel and like that? 100%. And that's difficult to do nowadays. It's so too. hard. Because you're seeing people doing this or doing that or did something for cloud and they're like, fuck, they got more fucking views than me. So and bad. I'm here not doing that, you know? Or, or like, you know, they're using their relationship to sell a song or whatever. And you're like, damn, well, should I do that too? So it's, so it's hard to sometimes like stick to your guns and be like, nah, like I want to do this. Um, especially in a place where, like I go online, like I've recently tried to stop and it's hard. It, I've tried to stop like reading comments. Cause it's like, bro, people say so much that, oh, stop the bullying, stop the bullying, please. And they're the first ones <laughs> bullying, you know what I mean? And I'm like, bro, it's so weird. And I see like certain fans that I see online, like I'll go through their timeline and like, it'll say like, Stop the bullying, whatever, and like three three tweets later, like saying some shit fucked up about somebody or about me or something. So I think the world we live in right now is a very fast-paced, weird thing. Hypocrites. And I think you gotta focus on yourself, focus on your grind, and really believe in that gut feeling. Unbothered, man. Unbothered is a great word. We're gonna live life unbothered right now. Tough, man. It's if you, so if hard. you get if you it's tough. It's it's really hard. But if you can reach that state and would do everything you just said. And then you're insensitive if you're unbothered too. Like if, if you just it, oh, he don't give a fuck or, you know, like, so I think it's a balance. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Things are getting weird. <laughs> things they, are, they getting are getting weird. Getting weird. Do, weird do, bro. I mean, besides making music, do you have a plan to get more licenses <laughs> or do anything um, else? <laughs> nah. like, what are you doing? I'm trying to, well, I'm working on a new album right now, but uh, back in the music, I just, I think I just finished it and I'm going to release it probably in the summertime. It's a very personal album, actually. Um, obviously, about relationships and true stories and um besides that fucking what have i been doing it's funny because you do a lot of stuff <laughs> but it sounds like you, you can't even come up with anything. no but <laughs> then i get home then i get home and i gotta fucking what like oh i should have said this i should have said that Oh, 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 look, they just reminded me. I'm going to Chile on Monday. Oh, yeah, nice. there you go. I've nice. been doing the voice in Chile over there. and um, Judging? Judging, yeah, cool. the voice in Chile over there. Cool. A lot of talent. And then it's, it's just, you know, it's hard because you're far. I'm far away. At least I get to grind Call of Duty over there. No. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> How are those but, Chile servers? No, everything. No, it's good, actually. It's good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But over there, I, I posted on Instagram. I got some weird reaction, like some weird. I've never been allergic to anything. I think I had a I had a one sip of a green juice and my face was red. You had to I go got to the photos. hospital, right? Had to go to the hospital. My throat got um, clogged. I was oh. like five days in a tub full of baking soda and oatmeal, just burning. But I'm talking about excruciating, burning pain, oh. like fucking my ass, my balls, my yeah, back. Yeah, I can everything. relate to that burning like, ass feeling <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but for real, but but for real though, Sounds my face. So um, that was weird, but I was pushing through. I did like an award show, then like four days after. With your face swollen? And burning no, 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 ass I was good. I was good. I, I was good, but I was still itching, but not my face was good. <laughs> no, do you, do you get worried shit. like when that happens somewhere other than home? Yeah, like, 100%, like yeah. it's crazy whenever you you like have some fucked up health shit going on, and that's like one of the things. Like I know people always talk about this like entertainment industry and shit like that, and they're like, oh, these bougie motherfuckers on jets, this and that, but like. Bro, you never had like a health emergency in like a third world country. Not not that Chile yeah, yeah, is, but like, yeah. but like, dude, the feeling of being yeah, yeah, yeah. eight thousand miles from home in a country that doesn't speak the same language as you, maybe, and having to try to figure out that situation—it's like 
That's a very unique problem, yeah. dude. It fucking and, sucks. And, and you're like, um, well, I can't leave. I'm not gonna go back. To, I got a commitment here. And then you go to pharmacies. They're like, my doctor's like, oh, buy this, buy that. And then oh god, <laughs> what this. the fuck is that? And then you can't even like, you, they don't really know like if it's similar or not. So they were like injecting me with a bunch of stuff. Shout out, shout out. Let me start with a shout out. <laughs> shout out to Chile. Shout out Chile. Chile. No, no, Wait, no, can no. I take we it? We love you, Chile. We love you, Chile. But they, like, you know, I was scared. Like, you know, you're taking medicine and stuff. Cause they're looking at me like, are you talking shit about Chile? Nah, nah, nah. nah. Were, you in, were you in, were you in Santiago? In Santiago, Fuck yeah, 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 dude. yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. I love yeah, fucking yeah, geography yeah. so much. Santiago is good, Santiago. Ch Chile's mad south, right? Mad south, Like, yeah. Like the southest. So it's, it's the same time zone as Miami, but just all the way That's south you can so go. That's so weird. It's like bro. going to Europe, but you're still here. That's and isn't it, it uh, reversal Yeah, so it's winter seasons, right now. Right yeah. now. So I'm going to try to go snowboarding. I can snowboard. Oh my God, because they got crazy mountains there. Yeah, I'm going to try to go snowboarding when I go. Is that where the, the heads are carved out of nah, stone? That's, uh, no, no. That's um, Peru? Machu Picchu? Machu Picchu? No, uh, no. No? You talking about the, the you're talking about Easter you talking about Easter Island? <laughs> I am not talking about Mount Rushmore. Right? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Mount Rushmore. You're talking about, about Easter Island? Chile world. Yeah, Easter Island. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? No, Island? I think that's in like... Look up Easter Island. Where is Easter Island? I thought you could like connect through Chile. I mean, look. It's yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. You yeah. fucking do. I oh, didn't yeah. say no. I didn't say no. So, look, so, oh, damn. Do you want to go see the heads? That's deep. Like, I mean, that's still deep away from Chile. It's still pretty far. Yeah. So, when you, would that count as Chile? That's part of the country? I don't know. I, don't I think, think so. it's just Easter Island. <laughs> I want to go there. And then, have you ever heard of? Uh, they have this crazy island uh, called North Sentinel Island. I've been thinking about visiting lately. And no. But what's there? It's just some indigenous people that don't really have connection to the outside world and will kill you with bow and arrows. Immediately. Should you approach? For real? Yeah. yeah. No one's lived besides them, of course. For real? Yeah. What's it called again? Mike wants to put a 1010 burger establishment. I would love <laughs> He wants the franchise. That's interesting. <laughs> but for real, for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. Ki they killed a journalist who was trying to like, see, see what's going on. Yeah. No, he was trying to bring Christianity. And they were like, we don't want it. And he just, he came one time. They turned him away. He came back the next time. You know, like when Jehovah's Witnesses come mm, yeah, to your yeah, door, they knock. You're like, yo, like, go away. I'm making, you know, breakfast right now and listening to bachata, right? And they go away. <laughs> the next time they come back, imagine if you attacked them with spears and fucking bow and arrows. Dude, death, and they don't have guns over. Arrow. No, no nah, guns. Nah, they don't even know what guns are, bro. Just arrows. They're death still, bro, arrows. they don't even know. They don't even know you. And they don't even know Logan Paul. They, but they, <laughs> no got ra they got radio over there? They might like, have they don't, like, no, 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 they don't have radio. What's the name of the place again? My North brother? Sentinel Island. North Sentinel Island. And the people Island. are called the North Sentinelese. We could give you a lot of weird facts about a lot of weird things. But especially that. that. That's like my main topic because I really do want to go there. <laughs> That's my main no, it's topic. interesting. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I would want to go there, but I think it's interesting that if they're really living like that civilization without Bro, like, they're coming technology. Disconnected. It's, it's fascinating. You, you're obviously super worldly and traveled. Is there someone somewhere you haven't gone yet that you're... I already said Japan. Japan. Oh, Japan. Japan. <laughs> so so, so um, I want to go... Well, you, want, you haven't been back? You haven't been... I haven't been back. Oh. I, I, we're I, trying to talk to the emperor. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> no, right. No, we're not. We're not trying to. We're, besides that. Uh, Saudi Arabia? I'd like to go to... I'm in Australia. Bro, bro, bro. Like Sydney or something? Bro, Australia is sick, dude. It's one of my favorite fucking places. I'm not even kidding, dude. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm not about to think I'm serious about that. No, no, no. On this one, I'm dead serious. Bro, <laughs> we went. We just went. We went to Perth, Sydney, Gold Coast, Melbourne, not Melbourne, by the way, and, 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 and Brisbane. They call it Bris Vegas. The locals call it Bris Vegas, dude. 
Australia is sick, dude. They have great food and some of the prettiest women on the planet, especially yeah. one. <laughs> That's what this was about. <laughs> the whole Australia yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just, so you can get some brownie points with the girl. <laughs> Shout out to... No, I'm kidding. No, 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 but it is... Shout out Zoe. <laughs> you know, I, I like Dubai a lot. I, I like Dubai a lot when yeah. I went. And I wasn't expecting to like it that much. It's sick. But so is Saudi Arabia. 10 10 burger, Jetta. Oh, yeah. Sorry, head and shoulders. We, uh, when you, <laughs> when you, when you write a song about a, about a girl, a particular girl, will you like send it to her and be like, Hey, you inspire me. Um, Is not so, cool? not, not so much, but I think I did it probably once. You don't use that as like a, if nah. I, if I had your talent and like passion, I mean, I'm madly in love now. Damn, you're married, but I can, I can imagine if I was single and I had your passion, I would I would wheel using like my songwriting skills. You, you know, and you know, and you know, I don't sing to, to girls often. Actually, now that you mention it, who do you usually sing to, guys? No, I mean, I don't usually <laughs> sing to I mean, fine, my loved but... one. Like I don't pull up like yo, baby. So never. I I don't know, man. Around the fireplace or anything? Now that I'm thinking about it, I've never really thought about this. If I were a girl like, dating you, I would command you to sing. Or write poetry. Is it more likely? <laughs> is it more likely that you're gonna be like around a fireplace or like at eleven nightclub? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's more like? Okay, you mean you mean me as a person? Yeah, yeah. I like, probably end up at eleven. Yeah, yeah. Fucking go, dude. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, this weekend is a pretty good time. To this go. weekend is gonna be crowded, man. I don't know. What well, actually, this is. I mean, it's going to be fine. It's well, it's generally a, tr a tricky weekend, bro. It's Ur a tricky weekend. It's, Ur it's Urban Weekend and Memorial Day weekend in, uh, in, in Miami. It's, uh, it's it's gonna, it's things are going to get like ratchet. Like Gucci Mane. Yeah, Gucci Mane's <laughs> at... Uh, <laughs> things are going to get ratchet. They're going to get a little ratchet for sure. You think Miami's ratchet? No, general? I don't think... I don't think... No, I love Miami, actually. I've been here most of my life now. I moved here in 2009, way before, you know, like, I think now it's just, like, exploding, but... Um, no, this, this gotta be a little ghetto somewhere. You know, I think I got a little ghetto. Um, uh, yeah. You have a gun? My, do I have a gun? <laughs> you don't have to answer that, sir. I got a gun. <laughs> I mean, I might see you. What? The fuck? <laughs> They're looking around. The like, team's over there like, what? Like, like, yo, yo. Let us, wondering. let us nah, save yeah. this a little bit. <laughs> When you first sat down, you wanted you were like, oh, I don't know what they're gonna ask us about. I said you could run the show. What do you what do you want to talk about? Do you want to ask us any fucked up shit? Ask him a weird question about something. He's been drilling you the whole time. Um, what's the deal with the Pokemon Illustrator and all that? Yeah, yeah. that's the question. What's really going on? What really happened? Did you really pay a cat? What's going? He's like, I was there. I I opened up I opened up not the first edition, but I opened up a booster box and maybe like maybe like two years ago. Sick. I didn't get. I got a nine Charizard. I shouldn't have bought the booster box. Uh, base no, base I lost my money, basically. Yeah, yeah. If you don't get, it, <laughs> bro, if you don't get a ten, if you don't get a ten, you're fucked. You're basically, fucked. You're f it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Pokemon. Uh, I love it. I love it, dude. I mean, if you like video games, that doesn't yeah, surprise yeah. me. But yeah, I spent five point three million dollars on the card. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I um, I I'm fucking dumb though. But like. I had these Pokemon cards in a binder. I left them at my oh. old, my first place that my, I think my uncle or someone else was living there. And this whole time, I'm talking about for years, I would always mention it, mom, go go, go look for my Pokemon, go look for my Pokemon. Yeah. And I didn't want to buy them again because I could have sworn that I was going to find my old Pokemon cards back. And literally all this time waited, and then I started fucking buying the cards now that they're, well, they came down a little bit, but 
I started buying the cars now they're fucking expensive. When well, I should just bought them off the rip. Yeah, if I would have bought you them, buy, you buy high, sell low. Did you like, buy yeah. at the peak? No, no, I bought. I started buying. The base box was fourteen thousand. I think it's like twelve thousand now. Yeah, thirteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not that bad. But I didn't buy at the peak. Peak. Everyone thinks, including me, that the cards that they had when they were kids were like. Yeah, I didn't find them, but they were probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that, Vince. Don't know what happened. Yeah, everybody's yo. I had that one. I had that yeah. one. You probably can't even fucking. Yeah, remember. you had, shit, you had All you had was a Diglett. <laughs> and a level of a PSA five Diglett. PSA three. Well, that's the thing with the grading. These numbers you guys are hearing: PSA three, PSA four. Like the it's one through ten, and if they have the smallest little fragmented or chip one or invitation, dot. like like any little thing, it'll ding it a point. So to find a perfect ten is like insane, uh, and it's the only thing. Besides, not even, not even the actual card itself, the condition is the most important thing that determines the card's value. And it's hard to get a 10, man. So do you think that the new certifications for real, though? Like, do you think new certifications are much harder? Like, the graders are grading harder now than before? I think Because then they're I saying, like, they yo, are. like, fake a 10, but it's really a 9 I or whatever. I totally think they Wait, are. Wait, is there a new one besides PSA? And no, PSA? like, in recent times, now they're grading them harder. They, ha they not, have to because they know it's, like, value. So, so many people are submitting their, their I mean, I mean, so first off, it's done by humans. So a person sitting here can change the value of your card from $30,000 to $250,000 with a decision. Mad corruption. A couple of the grading companies. Jack Reese is probably one of the graders, bro. As far as I know, I think so. <laughs> as far as it's only eight, and then he pockets a bunch of capital yeah. and splits it with KSI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question? Why is your hair so long, bro? <laughs> I know. That shit's so shooting long. out the back is fucking crazy, bro. Zoot turn sideways. Look at this shit, bro. Look, dude. What so, is you look like a golden retriever, bro? Just not. You never did, did braids or something. Yeah, you could get cornrows. With that. Yeah, some take cornrows. your hat off. I did it once. And I got I got accused of cultural appropriation. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Do you feel like that shit's kind of slowing down? I feel like you can kind of do anything again. Uh, I think it's like, slowing say down. Some fucked up shit right now. Who cares? So, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Somebody in the back is like. Somebody in the back is like. The PRT. No, nah, I'm kidding. Um, nah, I think um, I think it's slowed down a little bit. But but when people want to fuck with you a little bit, can't. Yeah. No, actually, no. I saw something recently. I mean, I saw something recently of a makeup artist who was Asian. She did like a really impressive Co makeup Kobe? thing about Kobe. Oh, Kobe yeah. yeah. And people were saying it was blackface or something. But I mean, I didn't think that initially. I just thought like, oh, shit, like that's dope. It's crazy. But I think it just depends, you know. Hmm. It's crazy should, how much Like this, should we be mad about that? Hmm. Hmm. Is it blackface? Tech technically, she painted her face black. And like people. But it's, but it's art. It's, she turned herself into Kobe. And everyone, it's so funny, too, because everyone in, like, the offended community, too, is just like, we actually don't care. We thought the art was beautiful. <laughs> and there's just a bunch of white people that are like, nah, that's not going to work this time. This is fucked up. And you need to be mad about it. They're like, we're not mad, dude. It's yeah, just, it's, it, it's, it's, this pendulum just swings like this. And right now I feel like it's swinging back in the place of, like, yo, we're done with that shit. Like, people are going to, they're going to say shit. You might be mad about it. Go on with your fucking yeah, life. Yeah, because there was a time where it's still kind of like cancel culture is still very, is it still like a very no, strong thing or slowing, not so much? definitely slow, slowing, slowing down. the fuck down. It's, it it's <laughs> slowing down for yes sure. Yes and no. Yes and no. If, if whoever's getting canceled is like beholden to brands or like someone making decisions about what they can do with the platform they're on, like, yes. But more and more people are like diversifying. I don't, I don't know. No, people but also, realize if you put your phone down, you go outside, you're okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> like but also right. you're seeing a lot of like the woke 
brands are now the ones being canceled. So it's like, yeah. so it's like you saw Bud Light, what happened with Bud Light? You saw what happened now with Target. And it's like Something a lot of these brands ends. that are going like kind of like out of their way to like cater to like a yeah, very like they're going country. hard. They're going hard yeah, now to cater to certain communities. Exactly. Now, and now a lot of people like, and not only just like one side of the aisle or the other are being like, yeah, we're not playing that shit anymore. You know, so it's, it's gonna It is interesting to watch. But Sorry to drag you into that conversation. No, I'm, it's interesting. Doesn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> you anywhere. want to go to eleven now? What five? What five people? Five. Let's go know, to eleven. Eleven is five. Are, are are you diversifying at all? Like Bes- what? Like besides just music, you know, sinking your yeah, money into stocks, think, starting business. Yeah, yeah. I think um one thing I started relatively recently, like just retirement shit. Cool. Saving money. IRAs. I think I think property, real estate is a great one. Yeah. It's like one that doesn't. Obviously, everything requires knowledge, right? But it's one that people can do. So I've been messing with that a little bit. Stocks, I like messing with stocks. I do it more as a savings account, just long-term stuff. You have to. I got, I got to do some myself, and I got some people that do it for me. And yeah, what else? Um, I bought my first piece of art the other day. Cool. Um, what is it? Can't tell you. Nice. No, I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> He's like, no, I actually don't let know. me get the. I actually don't know the name. Damn, I, I need to get the name of the artist. But it's it's a it's a um. It's there's only twenty one of them. It's it's it was number eleven, which is my favorite number. I was born on the eleventh. I gotta get the art. I just got it last week. I gotta get the artist's name, but I really got it because I saw it like three months ago. Um, I went into the gallery to buy a, a wedding gift actually for a buddy, and then I saw this piece, and I came back like two weeks ago last week. Whenever I, I got delivered this week though, but. I didn't buy it. It's just like, it's like, I got to show you. If, uh, just tell, us, you how much, so, just no, tell us how much it costs. Dude. No, That's all I'm not going to say how much it costs. <laughs> wait, wait, why but don't you have your phone on you? It's just, they got it for me. Usually if I do it, like, you know. Who, who has it? Uh, Sergio got it. My sister I mean, Sergio. that's crazy. Just, See, I'm, I'm I'm actually a respectful no, guy. I'm not, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, no, 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 I, no I, whenever I'm, I walk in, I usually, I usually, I don't carry my phone, you know. How often do you not have your phone on you? No, I'm not gonna lie. I got my phone on me, so I stopped using the Apple Watch because of that. Like I'd be in the gym, the, app, the things buzzing, buzzing. I'm driving, and it's like I know it's a group chat that nothing important's happening <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. But I'm still like, let me see what. <laughs> so I got rid of my Apple Watch, and I'm for real trying to do a better job at like, I get like quick anxiety. Like I'm very like you know like I gotta yeah. check the message. I gotta. How did I jump into anxiety from the phone? You're and from the art because the they're like this, they're connected. Yeah. So no, but the art piece. Hold on, let me explain the art piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a metal bar. It's more of a sculpture. It's a metal bar. It has a fuck. It's a messed up horse. It's called um, uh, le- levitating horse or something horse. But the horse looks like nothing. But if you look closer, the reflection. It's a perfectly. It's a perfect white horse on the reflection of the. That's what, that's what I want to see. I really want to see it. I like art. Sergio. Where is Sergio? Sergio. Sergio. No, Sergio. Let's get him. It's called the Sending Horse. We Sergio, where is the Sending the Horse? horse. I, we want to get my phone piece. real quick, please. Like I gotta see if I even have the video though, because while you uh while you look it up, I'm gonna say something that is just like a general a thought I'm having. It's good to hear that you're diversifying, because like yeah. like you said at the beginning of this interview, a lot of times with artists and musicians, the fame comes before the real money, mm-hmm. and so you can get kind of sidetracked when you do end up making real money buying the bullshit. But yeah. then eventually you have to realize like okay. My career does and will have a lifespan, just like everything. 100%. And you got to be smart with your money. So it's, it's good to hear. I mean, if that art's a store of value, it's a great place to put it. Yeah, no, let's let, let check it out. And then, I'll, then it? I'll talk about that because I think we'll get to that. Yeah. Wait, what? What am I looking? Oh, 
Oh, oh, that's sick. Oh my God, it's like an optical illusion. Oh, cool. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> Yo, there was no way you were going to explain this. You can't. <laughs> I'm to explain oh, it. So there's a can, metal can bar. We, can we show it? Here, just, just, show, just show that camera. How would you explain it? It's, it's an it's a elongated horse that's bent around a pole, but when the reflection is in the pole, the horse is in perfect proportion. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, cool. No, there's no way. That, trying to explain that was hard. But yeah, bro, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. You're, yeah, you're so, 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 so back on that, I think when, you, when you're coming up and when you first make money, you're thinking cars, you're thinking this. And I think when I hit about 30, tw late 20s. Horses. I started yeah, realizing, horses. let's buy expensive motherfucking horses. <laughs> no, nah, but, but, but for real, like, you know, when they're not teaching you in school about like stock or saving money or, or I don't know, like, you know, like retirement funds or no, CDs no, and stuff. For sure. So at like late 20s, um, I remember, well, I'll tell you two stories here. So I remember buying my first Porsche when I was like 21. And then, I had it for, that was my dream car, like a Carrera S Porsche, uh, Porsche. Um, so then, <laughs> what? so then I traded, like two years after I traded that car for an older Ferrari, cause it was like, oh, I gotta step it up. I'm seeing the Ferrari. And that's what I'm saying, you get caught up with what you see. Then I trade that Ferrari for another Ferrari. <laughs> then I traded that Ferrari for a McLaren, which I still have, a 720 right. McLaren. Nice. So, um, then I had I like three Range Rovers and a, and a Rolls Royce. So then by late 20s, I'm like, bro, I've had like nine cars. I got like two cars right now. So it's like I'm losing when I'm buying it. I'm losing it when I'm trading it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm losing when I'm buying again. I said, bro, I'm not selling shit no more. I'm not selling nothing. I'd rather let that shit depreciate in the garage. <laughs> so like, every, like then I started kind of like, you know, waking up and being like, yo, I should start like saving money and whatever and buying property and renting property um, and, and, you know, like stuff like that or a stock or whatever or like, even like, you know, like even like crypto and stuff, you know, at the end of the day, like whether it's up or down or not, it's taking the risk and doing something and just actively, I'm actively looking for like things I can get into businesses or ways to put the money away and not keep it in the bank. You know, I think it's, you know, we usually like, you know, we're saving money, saving money, keeping it in the bank and we get afraid usually to like, you know, buy a property. So, or like do something or like calling up, see what that loan's about or that business loan. And we we're always afraid. And I think especially in the hood and I think like, like where I'm from, that it's always the mentality like of Protect. being afraid of like, oh, but what if I lose the money? And so I think I just started taking more risks, I would say, um, business-wise, money-wise. Um, and obviously I've lost and I've won. And I think that, yeah, I think moving forward the next 10 years for me, obviously I wanted to keep doing music and I want to keep doing that. But I just think like putting money away for a rainy day is important in general in anything. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you just got to win more than you lose. Hey, man. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. Easier said yeah. than done. I've gotten fucked with NFTs. I want to talk. No, let's stop. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the losses. Join nah. the club, man. <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. I think, like, um, if you're not in it, you know. Yeah. But, well, shit, dude, this has been great. Oh, wait. So, back to the Porsche. <laughs> this is the last one. See, now I'm getting open. Nah. Yeah. So, when, so for years, um, I felt bad for selling the Porsche because I was like, yo, like, that was my dream the car, dream you know? Car. When I was a dream car when I was a kid, I was like 12 years old. That was always like my car, my wallpaper on a Windows computer, uh, Windows 98 PC, shout out. No, I'm kidding. So, um, 
And I was like, damn, like I traded it for like an older Ferrari at the time, just cause I was like on that hype shit of like, oh, cause see, like now I'm not like that. Now I'm like, bro, I don't care if you got a big, bigger chain than me or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like now I'm, I don't let that affect me. But I always felt bad about that Porsche cause it was custom made. I remember I used to live up in Delray Beach, West Palm Beach. I was always driving that car. Um, and I always thought of that car, like whenever I would, and so I got cousins that work in a dealership, of course, I got cousins in that work in a dealership. <laughs> um, and I would always track this car. And I saw that it was in New York and Long Island. I was tracking this car, tracking this car. And, and then during COVID, I was like, damn, I wonder what, what, what the car's up to right now. <laughs> and, what do you mean what the car's up no, to? I was, what do you think I, he's doing, I, shooting the car? I was always, nice, I was always stalking the car with the VIN number. So my cousin's like, yo, they sold the car. The car is in Texas right now. And I'm like, I got to buy the car, bro. I call up the Texas dealer. Oh, I'm looking for this car. Send me a video. They send me a video. It's the car. Um, so I bought the car back. It only had that one. Um, it only had that one. That one owner. So two owners. I go back to the DMV. They're like, you own this. I'm like, yeah, the owner is back in the owner. <laughs> um, but but I got the car back. It looks like exactly how I left it. I even put like some. I even had like a cop sensor. You know those little cop sensor yeah, things yeah, you put on it. Like the, even that was still there. And I don't know, I think like for me, that was like a full circle. Like, you know, there's things like when, before you make money or you have certain dreams. And it's kind of like we said, like sometimes you always want to beat that lasting or, or, or be more superior or superior than what you had. And sometimes you forget like what you've, what you've accomplished too. Mm. So I think like in recent times, I'm also like, yeah, obviously you want to keep breaking records. You want to be bigger. But you also got to remember like, damn, I've done a lot of good shit, or mm. damn, I've, I've done well for myself. Because we're always so hard on ourselves, especially when you want to be more successful, especially in this industry, I think. And I think getting that car back was like, I don't know, it's at like least a, it was it like a metaphorical, yeah. metaphorical like, pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a beautiful thing for me. And I was like, damn, I can't believe it's back. And I'm actually driving the car today. And, like, and I'm actually driving that car more than like the McLaren or other cars. I'm like, damn, this is kind of comfortable. Yeah. My 2013 Porsche. <laughs> Sick, dude. Yeah, Sick, so that's, I think that was a that's, so, a... that's a good That's a good last note, dude. People zoom out on where you came from and, and all that you've accomplished. Yeah, I think I that's think, a great fucking note. I think dude. from time to time, give yourself the, the kudos, you know, let yourself know like, damn, you know what? I'm proud of myself and and what I've done and, and, and your peers too. I think it's important to, to, to let your peers know you're proud of them for things and and I think like back, I know I'm now I'm extending. Um, and like back in the day, for example, I, I I don't know, I would just take things more for granted. Like I wouldn't take photos, I wouldn't this, I wouldn't that. And then I'm like, then I would look back and say, damn, we didn't take photos that day. Mm. And I tell my boys all the time, like, bro, we don't take enough photos, like just like group pictures, like regular shit, you know? And like, you don't have those memories. And, and um, yeah, I think like recently I'm just like, you know, I'm chilling, I'm blessed, I'm grateful. And I'm like trying to really stay positive and and in in that in that zone so i can stay motivated as well yeah so yeah good man good. moral of the story is let's go back to japan no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding guys <laughs> we, we will can, be we back we can, you know see where we come from and, and how, how long we've you know how we got here hey, that's hilarious yo that's funny <laughs> well dude hey hey thanks for joining us bro no, thank you guys yeah man. this was this was phenomenal you're in you're in a really great place and uh, you've achieved so much and uh if you ever want to spend six million dollars on an illustrator, you know where to come. Uh, I don't think I'll take it there. You know, I'm cool with my little, I'm cool with my little three, four thousand dollar cards. There we right go. Now. I'm good. There we go. Prince Royce, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Impulsive. We love you. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.